Nigel. Jason Hammer is right over there. We have a special guest in the drivehubler.com hotline. The lovely, the talented Miss Mock from the Chicks on the Right program joins us. Mock, Hello. thank you Hi, so Mock. much for joining us. This program is always better when we hear your positive, uplifting voice. <laughs> well, I'm going to do my best. I'm in a really terrible mood today. <laughs> What's wrong? What happened? Well, I'm, I'm fighting with insurance companies oh. and the government. Oh. Tell me what's worse. <laughs> They're both pretty bad. I don't bad. even know. Boy, that's what happens when you reach the gates of hell, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Like exactly. John Wilkes Booth greets you, then he walks you to an insurance seminar, and then you sign up for government aid. That's what happens when you oh get to the God. gates of hell. Um, it is the worst. We got a number of places we could start with you, but uh, speaking of people that belong in hell, let's start with the Biden crime family here. Oh, wow. Last week was interesting in Washington. You had a couple big hearings in regards to censorship that you know the Bidens may have had a hand in. You had the IRS whistleblower, which was basically tracking the money that Hunter was getting the illegal things that he was doing, but it's also tied into the family. So I'm just curious, am I just being optimistic here? Am I just being somebody that's trying to look at the glass half full, but it feels like there's a little bit of heat finally starting to happen to the Biden crime family here? It feels like that, especially because now we know that Devin Archer is also going to be testifying to say specifically that Joe Biden did know about Hunter Biden's business dealings because he was on speakerphone yep. for at least a handful of calls related to those business dealings. So I, it does feel like there's more heat coming in. And I felt like you did. Like I was kind of like, ooh, this is getting, you know, this is getting interesting. But then I realized, what if we all got what we want, which is Biden and Hunter behind bars? Is that really going to help? Because then we just have Kamala to deal with. And I don't know if that's better or worse or just as bad. And so now I just don't know. I don't know what's going to happen or how I feel about any of it. Well, I got to <laughs> tell you, I'm starting to come along to Hammer's line of thinking here that Joe Biden's not going to last to the next primary for the Democrats. I think he's gone by the end of the year. And it's going to be Michelle Obama. I mean, I could really. It's be Michelle? Michelle I, I mean, or Gavin, either one of them? I think Gavin for sure. I don't see Michelle wanting to do it. I just, I feel, you know, it'd be terrible for Republicans if she did because I think she would easily win. But I don't think that she has any interest in being president. She's got a really cush life right now. Gavin wants it. Like, he wants it bad. And I can see that happening, absolutely. But there is something to the DNC moving their big convention to Chicago because it was all but signed, sealed, and delivered for Atlanta. And they're trying so desperately to keep Georgia as a blue state. And then all of a sudden, they pulled the tablecloth off and, you know, kind of did the magic trick here and gave it to Chicago last minute. Conspiracy theorist in me says, what's <laughs> going to be the big surprise when this thing happens? And you think it would be Michelle? I'm saying I'm, anything's in I'm, play right now. I yeah, really do. I just don't absolutely. think it's going to be Joe Biden. 
No, I, I think I mean I think they're going to figure out a way to remove him gently uh, from the process, and whether that happens because he just becomes more and more demented, I don't know. Um, but I, I I just do not see a Michelle thing happening. I, I see the ego there, Mock. I see the ego really? of the Obamas coming into play. She can shatter the glass ceiling. The first elected woman as president, the first woman of color. They're going to check all the boxes and. I think their egos want that. And plus, I don't see the Democrats giving that nomination to a rich, elite white man. I yeah, mean, I mean, that is the trouble with, with Gavin. But then they also have Pete. I mean, at least he checks the box, right? Don't yeah. Even say that. Pete Buttigieg is president. Oh, my God. But of all these imagine? people we've just <laughs> rattled off, Mock, are they more likely to beat Donald Trump in a general election than Joe Biden is right now? Uh, I think they are more likely to beat him. Yes, any of any and all of them are. Yes. So really, this, like you said earlier, bringing it full circle, this might not be the worst thing in the world if this investigation heats up and there's some sort of paper trail that ties the Bidens to this. If there's some sort of plea deal where Joe steps down, hell, the Democrats can kill two birds with one stone. They get rid of Biden and Kamala that way. It's true. I mean, and that that, you know, I thought that they were my conspiracy theories. I, I thought that they were going to tie the cocaine to Kamala and that would be right. the way that they got rid of her. <laughs> so, so I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know how they will remove her from the equation if, in fact, the Biden crime syndicate goes down in any way. I don't know how they I don't know how they remove her because she is the most you know, she would be sort of the next in line and the most expected person uh, to to fill the shoes. And I don't think, I think Trump could potentially beat her. She's that awful. Yeah, I don't think the Democrats view her as next person up at all. I think if Biden's down, they'll say, you're the running mate. You're not the candidate. If you want to try to beat Gavin Newsom or somebody else in the primary, be our guest. But the last time you ran a primary, you were the first one out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I, but I and I do I do worry about a Gavin run because people there's a lot of stupid people in this country who are just going to fall right into his trap. He's very charismatic, very, um, very good at communicating. And he's he's really, really he's just really, really good at making a case, even though. You know, there's plenty of us who are smart enough to see through all the bull, but there's plenty of people out there who aren't and who will just be like, oh, my God, Gavin's so dreamy. And they'll just ignore <laughs> the fact that he has absolutely destroyed his own state. And so he would be a really scary opponent. And and I and because of that, I think the Democrats are going to do anything they can to make it be him. You know what I mean? And the same is true for Michelle. I just don't think that she wants it like Gavin does. Chatting with Mock from the Chicks on the Right program. So let's turn it to the other side here. Uh, We have some polling, individual state polling, because I think that's the only polling that matters here, from some of the early states. And again, Donald Trump beating the brakes off of everybody. But what's interesting is the slide of Ron DeSantis. This new Fox Business poll has him now third in South Carolina. What do you make of the slide of the DeSantis campaign? Well, it's, you know, because I'm very upset by it. (laughs) I mean, to me, it's just like, I don't, 
I just I, I know um, that most Democrats are hoping that Trump is the nominee. And what does that say? You know what I mean? To me, that says they want him because he's the easiest to beat. And I think literally anybody else could beat any Democrat running right now because they are so awful. Like everything is so awful. They've destroyed the economy. They've made they've made terrible decisions with the war. I mean, they've done everything wrong. And most people are far worse off now than they were before a Biden presidency. And so I just I'm just stunned that so many people are ready to give Democrats exactly what they want, which is a Trump nomination. I, I just I, I don't understand it. I know a lot of people feel extraordinarily loyal to him, but I don't think he is the, the right guy. I think his time is done. I'm tired of having to choose between two 80 year olds. I think it's way beyond time to get some new blood in the White House. And I am curious, Mark, of what Trump's numbers will look like after this August debate on Fox and whether or not Trump even participates in the debate or or maybe he I don't know there's talk of Tucker interviewing Trump in lieu of Trump participating in that debate some people think Trump should just shut the F up and go in the basement like Biden did up until no uh, I don't you don't I don't at all no I think he owes it to the American people to participate in this entire process I don't like the fact that people are treating him as some sort of a king that's just entitled to to get the nomination without working for it and so polls be you know the polls are the polls and that and and he obviously has a very commanding lead but why shouldn't he get up there and 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 be required to debate policy with the other people that are in the race i just think that that's a normal part of the process and for him to just be like well i'm so far ahead i don't need to do it I just think that's a, that's super lame, and it's not fair to, to the American people. I think he should be at the debate, period. How soon should Donald Trump think about a running mate here? Are we talking about after the first couple primaries? And let's say somebody like Tim Scott has not come close to winning these first couple of primaries. Does Donald Trump scoop him up, and would that be a benefit to his ticket? Because there's been some chatter that Donald Trump would like to have Tim Scott as part of his campaign. Yeah, and I know uh, Trump has spoken really highly of Tim Scott, and I'm sure, you know, if it came down to it, I'm sure Tim would be delighted with that. I just, you know, it's a danger because typically the people who get close into Trump's circle um, ultimately end up not in a very good position at all. (laughs) So I, (laughs) I would be very cautious if I were Tim Scott. You know, the funniest rumor to me right now that's floating is that Trump is going to pick RFK Jr. Uh, as sort of a unity ticket, right? Like, so he'll have a Democrat as his Whoa. vice president, which is the dumbest idea. <laughs> yeah. Because because think about how close the Senate is right now. I mean, you know, even if RFK Jr. agreed to be his running mate, which is entirely unlikely, but even if he agreed, he's a Democrat. And so if he's looking at being a tie-breaking vote, you know, in the Senate— that would be really dumb for Republicans to have put him in that role. And so I just think it's a a crazy rumor. I don't think it has any legs. I don't think RFK Jr. would ever do it, even if Trump wanted him. I don't think he would do it. Last question here, Mock from the Chicks on the Right, chicksontheright.com. Will you be going to see Barbie? Anytime soon in the future. I will not. I will happily. You know what? I keep seeing the previews for it, and I'm just like, I 
and I was a huge Barbie girl. Like I played with Barbies like crazy when I was a kid. And I don't understand what the plot actually is. No clue. Um, I can't. Yeah. yeah, I can't make heads or tails out of it from the previews. And I just it looks so dumb to me. But I know it did really well opening weekend. Like it just it. I mean, like made seventy million dollars or something. Oh, more than that. Way more than that. Oh, my God. Internationally. Yeah, it was a monster, and it was number one. Mock, I love all the tinfoil that we've used during this conversation. <laughs> we had RFK Jr. We had Michelle Obama. Chicksontheright.com. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys.